Hi, everyone. My guest today is amazing. Uh, she has done some really creative stuff in law. Every time I talk to her, I learn something. Um, and um, there are very few people, uh, there are few lawyers who truly get on the same page with me and get me. She is one of them. Um, so I'll let her introduce herself. Tessa, please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Hi, Olga. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm Tessa Manuelo. I am the founder and the CEO of Lego Creatives. I'm also a high-performance a high certified coach, by the way, and uh, I'm all about creativity. I, um, I teach creativity. I use creativity in order to innovate in the legal sector. So very happy to be here and to share some tips with your audience, Olga. Tell me more about Legal Creatives. What is it? What has been a past awarded? How did you get there? Well, Legal Creatives is an educational platform where we teach lawyers how to think creatively about the law. I got to start Legal Creatives in 2017 when at the time I discovered that I could be working in law and, and be creative. And this is something I never thought that, that would be possible when I used to work uh, back in the times in Paris, France, um, I was working in ADR, which is kind of, you know, something a bit different. It's not as mainstream. Uh, but still, I, I didn't see myself being creative. And it's only when I moved from, from France to Canada that I got to discover my creativity. I don't know if it's changing environments, um, <laughs> but it really got me. And uh, I started to explore my own creativity, um, more in the arts, although I was never on track to become a a professional artist, um, although maybe I, I, I wish I could have done it, but it, it was not a plan. It was just to enjoy myself. And one day I just realized that there is something I could do at the intersection of creativity and law. And this is when I created Legal Creatives. Really cool. And at IDEA, were you on the legal team or were you on a, on a, on a different team? I was working at the time at the ICC, the International Chamber of Commerce. So I was in charge of managing arbitration cases. So what we were doing is we were receiving uh, the request for arbitration, uh, you know, preparing the constitution of the arbitral tribunal or choosing the solo arbitrator if there was nothing provided in the close. And we were in charge of managing the case and uh, making sure that the case would go to a final award as, as fast as possible. And uh, so that's what I used to do. I used to be part of, uh, of the legal team in charge for France and Africa as well. And for those people who don't know what IDEO is, what is it? Oh, IDEO. Oh, IDEO is the biggest consultancy firm in, um, in uh, well, design thinking, right? Design thinking uh, that is really about how to uh, get to create new products, new services, new experiences uh, using this incredible methodology that is uh, that is design thinking. Let's talk about creativity. What is it? And and then you know maybe something that may be a little bit less intuitive for those of us with a law degree. Why is it relevant to lawyers? And creativity can be used in the arts, but it can also be used in other fields. In fact, when you think about it, everybody is creative. Before you became an adult. I'm sure you got to be a child. And as a child, I have no doubt you were creative. I have no doubt you were inventing stuff, uh, plays, games, building houses. 
Um, and in fact, then you, we all became adult. I include myself. We all became adult and suddenly life is... I don't know. I'm a work in progress, but, but <laughs> sure, but sure. <laughs> I think we all... The, this, is the, this is the key for creativity is to keep the child alive in you and to allow yourself to not judge yourself, to allow yourself to use your imagination, to allow yourself to dream, to dream big. But then, of course, to take action. And so creativity is really uh, a process. It's a, it's a process that is actually very structured. But within this structure, you have a lot of freedom. And this is where you get to play. So you play within the boundaries of the game or the boundaries of, uh, of uh, the environment that you provide. And uh, for me, when uh, I got started with this methodology, of creative problem solving. So a structured process to solve problems. I got completely hooked. And I thought that was so effective and, and so groundbreaking and thought provoking. I, I really wanted to bring this into the legal universe. In law, we have not been innovating so much. And now it's time to do things a little bit differently. And it doesn't have to be big thing. I, it could be a big, big disruption, and we talk. We may want to talk a little bit about that, but it could be small things. It's about doing things differently and following a methodology to help you come up with innovative ideas. So we'll talk about big things. Uh, you don't have to invite to talk about big things twice. I, I am all game, but let's talk about. You know, you gave some examples of things that you were redesigning in law um, in early in your career, uh, but I would love for you to give a few more examples of how lawyers. Uh, can uh, use creativity in big and small ways um, on a daily basis? Thank you so much for this great question. There are three ways as a lawyer that you can use your own creativity for content, also for delivery, and for communication. So let's start with content. What I mean by content is, I mean, in law, there's a lot of legal information, whether it's legal or contractual information. And the way this information is delivered is usually delivered in a really dry way. How can we make this more engaging? How can we deliver the information in a different way, in a new way, to make it easier uh, for actually the, the audience, for, 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 for the users of the contract, uh, for uh, the audience to which the law is, is, is designed, can, can we actually design it in a different way? And so there's many strategies and techniques. Um, but before we dive more into this, if you want to dive more into this, uh, this is the first way that you can use your own creativity for content. Let's, let's we'll, we'll maybe actually talk about all of them, but let's, so content is one. And there's, I think we all know we, that there's a lot of legal content. You, all you have to do is to go to real or a virtual legal library or, or look on, on your computer drive or see how many emails you produce. You will have no doubt that lawyers are in the content production business. That content is not always for public consumption. Sometimes it has an audience of one, but we're most definitely in a content production business. Let's talk about delivery. Tell me more about that. So creativity for delivery is about thinking differently about how you can deliver the legal service. Can we actually move from delivering a service to creating products? That would mean legal products. Can we create legal systems? Can we create new types of organization? So this is when we start thinking about the way we uh, reach our, our, our clients, the way we 
the way we, uh, we deliver the outcomes uh, to the clients. And uh, I mean, most of the lawyers uh, have been using very, very traditional ways of delivering the service. I mean, email, um, you know, I mean, before, before just mailing stuff. I remember when I was in the ICC, we, we were mailing a lot of stuff. We were faxing a lot of stuff. Can we change the way we deliver that? Can we do this online? Can we do this through a platform? Uh, can we, I don't know, can we find a way to ship the information and the service in a different format? And this is for you to decide what format would be most suitable for you as well as for your clients. And this is where the creative process can help you find out what is the best way for you to achieve that outside of the traditional mediums that uh, we were used to use. Let's talk about communication. So between the content and delivery, there's sort of the communication part. How does that fit in law and where does the creativity come in there? Uh, the communication is my most favorite. And the reason why it's my most favorite is because when you communicate, you need to communicate differently. You need to communicate more on the outcomes. You need to communicate in a language that is easier and more engaging for your audience. You may want to communicate not just by writing text, but you may want to communicate by actually recording some videos. You may want to have a podcast. You may want to uh, use some visuals that are, that are, that are catchy, that are, that are different from, from the rest of the, of the communication that is out there on social media or the internet. And this is where you can get really creative. I mean, this could include branding. This could include, um, you know, like the use of colors. There's just so many things that we can do to communicate in a much more effective way about the value that we deliver to the client. So it's not just about communicating on our expertise. It's not just about communicating on what we've done in the past or all of the achievements and awards we may have had, but it's about communicating what we're going to what our service is going to help the clients achieve. What kind of journey are we going to, are we going to start together with the clients? What kind of relationship are we going to build? And what kind of outcome we're going to deliver to the client? People today buy outcomes. Nobody buys time. So how can we communicate more on that? Well, creativity can help you do that. I really love your, uh, especially when you talked about uh, communication part focus on delivery. Uh, and outcomes of what's going to happen in the end. And, you know, I think we as humans, not just as lawyers, sometimes like to kind of t talk about the journey and the steps it takes and all the kind of nukes and crannies and, and, and kind of the scenic ride that you'll be taking. Uh, but you sort of go straight to the heart and, and talk about the outcomes. What are your, I don't know, three, five, two, one hacks um, to help us reframe in the way we communicate that, um, you know, legal outcome? Well, I believe there are some great strategies that are quite easy to implement that will help you today as you're watching this video. Is to think about who is your ideal customer? Uh, what are the pain points that they experience uh, whenever they are faced with a legal issue? And how are your services or your products or your organization is going to help reduce those pain points. So your ideal customer is going to reach the outcome faster or maybe with less pain, maybe even with some kind of joy. How can we bring more joy as well into law? I mean, why not? Why not? Wouldn't it be more appealing for the customers 
to experience law in a more enjoyable way. The, the joy of, of receiving a legal outcome. I love that. Um, I mean, yeah. why not? That's creativity. You start with why not? And then you allow yourself to not judge and say, no, this is not going to be possible. Or this is not something that we should even dare to think. I should get back to my work and do whatever I've, I'm used to do and just keep doing, uh, keep, uh, keep, keep, you know, being a lawyer in the way we have done it for, for, for centuries. So what you need to do is when you have this spark is to actually just suspend your judgment for a moment and allow your imagination to kick in and say, well, how can I communicate with more joy? How can I help my customers experience more joy in law? And I'm taking this example because, I mean, I think it's a great example, but, but we could we could use that on anything that would interest you. As long as you have the spark, suspend your judgment your imagination will automatically kick in and help you pursue that path. So how can we do that? Well, we could do that, as I said, using videos. So what we could do, for instance, and this is just, I'm just making this up as I talk to you. So we could say, okay, so my customer uh, is, is experiencing some pain because of a legal problem. And what my customer wants is to solve this pain, to solve this legal problem with more ease, with more speed. And so how can I help him or her achieve that? Well, as long as you have a service or product that will deliver on the promise that you can actually solve the problem faster or with more ease, with more comfort or with more speed, then how can you communicate that in a different way than just writing text? Can you record a video? Can you record a video of a, the transformative journey you're gonna, you're gonna deliver to your customers by helping them reach the objectives faster. And so the idea is to start thinking of a communication strategy that will start with the outcome and then explain briefly, briefly the journey. And ideally this journey should be easy. It should be enjoyable. It should be simple. Nobody has time for complicated stuff. You know, when it's too complicated, our brain is like not interested. So we need to communicate in a way that is more accessible, that makes the service easier as well. Does it make sense, everybody? <laughs> what do you think, Olga? I think it makes a lot of sense. And um, I, you know, I have a privilege of kind of joining. Thank you for inviting me into your legal creators community. It's a candy land. Um, if you, uh, if you, if you haven't been in a candy land for a little while and you want to experience that intersection of joy and law and creativity, um, I encourage you to, uh, to, become a guest and, and, and maybe a permanent resident in this uh, in this candy land called Legal Creators. I, I am a huge, huge fan of your work. So thank you for my uh, very much for having the courage to even start this and then continue working on this. When do you start this community? And I guess, what have you discovered in the process? What you wish you knew before you started that was maybe surprising or encouraging mm -hmm. or helpful? Well, I got started really out of a personal experience that I was enjoying creativity so much in the arts. I was actually um, doing different kinds of artistic stuff. Like I was doing improv. I, I don't think I was so good, but I just enjoyed it so much. Uh, I started doing poetry. Poetry, I was not that bad, but uh, it's a rough career to be a poet. So I said, I need to find a way to merge creativity and law. And this is 
when I said, well, if I'm experiencing this, there must be other people in the world that are also experiencing this, that feel they have a creative vibe. Maybe they have an, some artistic endeavors, or maybe they just fed up with the traditional law and they are looking for something else, for something different, for something that would be more suitable to what they desire in life, to their lifestyle. And this is when I say, well, I'm going to do a platform and I'm going to build a community where we can have a home to share, to exchange, to learn from each other and to experiment and to start building something that would be new and something that would potentially be original and that would suit, suit us better. And so this is why I decided to make this bold move to create Lego Creatives and to make it as a hub, as a community where we learn from each other. So I've been teaching a lot in Lego Creatives, but recently we are bringing some guests and you were one of the guests. And I'm so grateful that you came to, to, to share your insights. And the idea is to also use those insights, use this knowledge to create tangible solutions. So it's not just about, you know, learning from each other, but really creating some new type of contracts, creating some uh, games uh, that we could use in, in, in workshops. Um, I mean, I'm happy to talk more about that. But w whatever you want to create, you have a community, you have the support, and you have some additional knowledge to do that. And so that is really my mission now in life, to, to help other legal professionals at large use their creativity and, and really be proud of it because this is the future. This is how we're going to build the future. All of the great inventors, they, they, they just acknowledge they are creative and they just pursue that. I'm sure you know Maya Angelou. She says you can, have, you can never use up creativity. The more you use it, the more you have. There is no limit. It's, it's an infinite resource and we all, and the good thing, we all have access to it. Having been a, a part of the community for a little while now and having had an opportunity to speak to your community members yesterday, you know, I think the one thing I found very remarkable is how international it is. Um, you know, I, even though law is a very jurisdictional practice, um, you know, partially because of COVID, partially because uh, lawyers uh, and legal professionals are united by by sort of similar, uh, you know, work ethics and goals and the way they think about the world. Um, it only makes sense uh, that this sort of intersection of creativity and law is um, would be very inclusive and not jurisdictional and very much. Um, uh, an international place. What, what has surprised you the most since you founded the community? What surprised me the most is how bold uh, lawyers can be and how courageous they can become when they, when they get the support of the community. I was really, really surprised to see everything they have been able to create. They've been able to create contracts using comics. They've been able to redesign the Instagram terms and conditions using visuals, some using videos. Uh, they've been able to create solutions for digital privacy. Some decided to create some privacy campaigns uh, to raise awareness on social media about the importance of our data and our privacy. Um, some now are even talking to investors to see if they can pursue those ideas and really get to create them. 
So I was, I was really surprised to see that really people on boarded with me on this journey to challenge themselves to do something with their, with their ideas. I recently attended uh, the showcase you guys did uh, on the intersection of contracts and uh, comics um, and was blown away. Um, you know, uh, the, just the amount of creativities and boldness and strengths of character and just the, 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 the naked ambition to see, to, for folks to have an improved relationship with law, uh, was just mind blowing. And so I, I wanted to highlight it in my article and, 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 uh, and we have seen quite a lot of folks respond to that and, and, uh, and be further inspired. Uh, and and see the effect of creativity uh, and uh, boldness multiply because it's such an infinite resource. What are you cooking up next? What are you researching? Uh, what are you up to? And I know the answer is up to no good, <laughs> but can you be a little bit more specific about uh, what is tickling your imagination today? Oh, lots of stuff is happening in my imagination, but <laughs> let's stick to a few. Um, in terms of, uh, in terms of research, since, since I'm, um, I mean, I'm, I'm also a geek, like I'm a creative, uh, but I'm also a geek for research. I, I, I really love to be able to dig into the qualitative and empirical material that is available out there. Um, and so my next research is going to be at the inter intersection of emotions and creativity and innovation and legal design. So for those of you who don't know what's legal design, it's an innovation methodology where we get to use design thinking in law. And in this process, there's a lot of creativity. But what I have realized is there's also a lot of emotions. We are emotional beings before being rational beings. And so we tend to try to think so rationally when in fact we are very, we are emotion, emotional beings. And so, um, as I also have a training in mediation, conflict resolution, we do talk a lot about emotions. And I have realized that emotions are actually very useful to understand ourselves and to understand others. And so when we're able to leverage emotions and to create a framework that is systematic, we can get to be more creative, we can get to be more innovative, and we can get to be better, better human beings because we have better relationships because we understand our emotions and we understand the emotions that are between us in the relationship. And so when we innovate, this is so important. We, this is why big companies like Google and, and you know, Pixar and all of those great companies that are so famous, they, they, they're trying to bring a positive environment for people to be able to experience joy and for people to be able to be more creative and for the company to be always ahead of others. So we need to find ways to understand our emotions better to see when we experience a negative emotion, why do we experience this negative emotion? What is the threat here? What is the danger? What is the tension? Where is the pain? So then we can move into the positive by solving the problem at its root. So that is something I'm very, very excited about. I'm excited about that too, folks. Um, and, and I'll actually, I'll even tell you why I'm excited about that. Um, 
I, what I love about you, Tessa, is that you were creative on the one hand, but you're very structured on the other hand. And I've recently just gone um, through a joy of taking your certifications and contracts and UX um, design and loved every minute of it. Yes, there is sort of a very creative side and yes, very appealing to my left brain structured side. Um, and there are very few experiences in life. I, I am the left and right brain, the equally developed person that appealed to both. That was one of them. Uh, very useful. Absolutely loved it. And cannot wait for more structured creative experiences from you, um, including on the side of emotions and how to leverage them. I've been recently very fascinated about emojis. have written quite a few articles, how lawyers should be embracing uh, precisely because our emotions are one, never wrong. Two, we can benefit from being in touch with that. And then one little image can communicate everything. And I, and I find that deeply, deeply fascinating. Um, we're coming to the end. Um, and uh, I, I invite everyone to check out Tessa's community. It is a candy land. And I use that word, word very sparingly. It's a very special uh, uh, adjective in, in my vocabulary. I've used it maybe twice in my career. My, my, the first time is when I got into blockchain. Um, and the second time was Tessa. So very special words. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, we're coming to the end. Tessa, I'll let you give parting words to the audience before I say goodbye. All right. So I'm going to just, um, I'm going to just invite you if, if today you got a spark during the show. And you got to realize that maybe there's something you want to do with this, with this creativity or with whatever ideas you got to have. Just, tr just believe in yourself. Believe that this might, might well be something that is going to make you more happy, that brings, will bring joy into your life. When I was a kid, I actually wanted to be a photographer. And when I was a teenager, I wanted to work as a video maker behind the scenes. And then I got to do law. And, um, and in fact, now in my job, what I do the most is photography and video making and creating experiences. And that was what I intuitively thought I would be good at when I was like five years old, which made no sense. There were no artists in the family and no one was doing it. And now like 30 years later, that's what I do in my job every day. And I'm having such a lot of fun. So whatever spark you have, whatever feeling of joy that an idea gives to you, just follow that path and uh, see what you're going to be able to create with that. Oh, I love the way you think. Thank you, Tessa, for that. I am with you. Um, just because you're a lawyer doesn't mean you have given up all your interests and and worldly possession. Becoming a lawyer is not like joining a monastery. You can still be creative. You can still have fun. You can still pursue your passions and you can still change the world and, and your company and your organization and the way you practice in your community um, on a daily basis. All of that is very possible. Thank you for, um, for the creative spark and the exercises. I invite everyone to check out the uh, legal creatives community. It's a fantastic, fantastic place. Um, I want to thank you, audience, for joining. This has been fun. I think for me, the number one thing that I've taken away is uh, joy. Find joy in everything you do. Um, your legal practice could be joyful. It could be full of creative moments. And you can be bold and think outside the box, so to speak, and, and really deliver, communicate, 
uh, the legal services that uh, give value to your clients. Thank you very much for joining. Bye.